Hi friends, this week I'm going to teach you about a mindset that I shifted into that helped me get rid of insecurity. And I'm not going to lie to you, it doesn't fully get rid of it, but as soon as you make the mindset flip, it's going to get rid of a lot of insecurity. And I'm talking about insecurity from a lot of different aspects. I've got like five different areas I'm going to hit and we're going to start with appearance. But there's a subconscious belief that I used to hold that fucked with me a lot. And this is something that a lot of people deal with. And it's thinking that things cancel out. And when you have a subconscious belief, it's not a belief that you're aware of. It's not in your conscious mind. So you're not realizing it's going on. But basically, when you have the mindset that things cancel out, what you're basically doing is constantly discrediting yourself and invalidating yourself without even realizing. And what do you think that does to somebody? Fucks your self-esteem real bad. But this is something that contributed to my like crippling insecurity for a long time. So like I said, I'm going to hit this from a few different angles, like the biggest areas in life that I noticed this for myself. This episode is about to change everything for you. Don't stress. Let's jump into this. First thing we're talking about is appearance and how this whole cancel out mindset really, really is going to get you. So this is how it used to go for me. When I'd be out in public, I would feel cute. Like I'd be like, okay, like, hey, okay, like, I feel kind of cute. And then I'd be out in public and someone hot would walk in or someone hotter than me would walk in. I would immediately feel ugly. I would feel small. I would feel like I just shrunk down and I would feel insecure as hell. Like I would feel worthless because when you have that belief in the back of your head, it's like if you are confident in the thing that you have and something else walks in that's a little bit better or even matches it, your brain's immediately going to wipe out everything that you thought was good. Like it doesn't hold space for two. It only holds space for what's better. And if you're perceiving someone else as better looking, all your looks go out the window. So you're immediately going to notice that they have better hair, better skin, a better body, anything. Like your brain's just immediately going to start attacking you and you're not going to realize what's going on. You're just going to feel like shit. And that's why I was describing feeling small and feeling like shrunken. It's like I would feel like gray. Like I feel like I would just go gray and I'd be like, popped into like an NPC. It's like, oh, you're just ugly. You're done. It's just like, you're just like, like out the game. <laughs> but when you have this mindset, being around hot people or being around attractive people hurts because every time you're around them, you automatically start attacking yourself without even realizing it. You just feel weird. And it's like, if you're constantly walking around out in public or you're out somewhere, and every time you see someone looking better than you, it immediately cancels out everything that is esteeming you and everything that makes you feel good. It just cancels out and wipes out and you feel ugly immediately. No shit. You don't want to leave the house. No shit. You don't want to be around people. That's painful. Like being out in public becomes painful because it's like you never know who's going to walk in. You feel like vulnerable and you feel like powerless and like fragile because it's like, you feel good, you feel confident, and then you're walking out and you see someone cuter than you and boom, you're immediately wiped out. You have no self-esteem, you feel ugly, you feel fat, whatever it is, like you just don't feel good. You kind of feel very powerless when you have this mindset. Like you never know who's gonna walk in a room. Like even if you put on your best outfit, your best shit, you never know who might walk in that's gonna immediately make your brain wipe you out. Like it's the weirdest thing and I had this for so long. Like literally, it was bad. Like if a guy walked in a room that was taller than me, because being six foot seven is part of my personality. I'll admit it. I'll admit it. I like being big. That's my gig. So like when I used to see someone walk into a room and a guy would be taller than me, I would immediately be like, ah, 
I'm short. I'm giving Chucky doll. I'm giving two feet tall. Like I would just immediately feel like I was no longer special. And that's another thing that this mindset will do to you is make you feel like you're not as valuable. Because if you think that who you are and what you have to give and the way that you look is a little bit different and you kind of pride yourself in feeling rare and feeling like you're not easily replicated, as soon as someone comes in with a trait that you think makes you rare, you realize you aren't that rare and you're like, oh, I'm not that special. That's not, that's not comfortable. That's painful to think that you're not special. And someone just simply being taller than me would make me attack myself like that. The same thing went when guys were more muscular than me. Like when I was like smaller, I would get so insecure if someone was bigger than me. Even if a guy was like five foot 10, if he just looked bigger, I'd be insecure. Even though my actual arms were like bigger than his entirely, if he just looked bigger, I would immediately feel canceled out. Like if I didn't have that structure, but that's its own little tangent. But the same thing with being fat. When I was fat and I was like a little pudgy, like any time, even when I was on my weight loss journey and I was like as like skinny as I could get back before I started like working out, when I was like on my weight loss journey, anyone skinnier than me, I immediately felt like a fucking whale as soon as they walked in. <laughs> and it's like there was no space for two skinny people in one room. It's like, who was skinnier? Okay, then I'm fat. Like it, the whole thing of not being able to hold space for both of you looking good or both of you being skinny, but we're about to get there. But how I talked about leaving the house and being around people feels like painful as hell. If you have this cancel out mindset, everyone hotter than you, you cancel yourself out and feel worthless. Social media is one of the most painful things you can get on when you have this mindset. Everybody wonders what our self-esteem is so goddamn bad and why social media makes them feel depressed, but why they can't just stop looking away. Every single time you see someone hotter than you, have more followers than you, have a nicer car, have a nicer bag, whatever it is, you immediately wipe out your self-esteem. Like it's not a fun thing. When you have this mindset, life is not fun. Life is painful everywhere you turn and you feel very vulnerable and powerless to that pain. Cause like I said, you never know who's gonna show up. And I used to isolate myself a lot cause that's the only time you're kind of safe in your self-esteem. It's like anytime someone's around, it's like when you're around people who you look at as like not as cute as you, you're fine, you're happy. But like when someone cute walks in, it's like, oh, now you're the ugly one. Now you're the duff. <laughs> but I did isolate myself a lot when I had this mindset because I just couldn't escape the pain of it. Like the pain of constantly having my confidence and self-esteem just be wiped out. Like isolation is an expected thing to do. It gives you a little bit of a sense of control over the way you're feeling and the pain you keep feeling. But the biggest thing that helped me flip this in my mind was understanding someone else being hot does not cancel out you being hot. Someone being tall doesn't cancel out me being tall. It doesn't cancel it out. Like if you have certain attributes about you that are cute and make you hot, when another hot person walks in the room, now there's just two hot people in the room. It's not like one dies or one wipes out. That's just what your brain is gonna make you feel. You're gonna think it subconsciously, you're just gonna feel it. Like you're gonna feel like you're now ugly. You're not gonna feel like there's two hot people in the room. You're gonna feel like, oh, there's someone hotter than me in the room. There's only one hot person here. But this is a big delusion I was trapped in for a long time and that's how I got out of it. Understanding someone else's looks do not cancel out yours. You can both be hot. Like on the Miss America shit and like the Victoria's Secret fashion shows, all them bitches are hot as hell. Not one of them ugly. 
But you're not looking at it like, oh, just because one of them wins, all the other ones are ugly. No, they're all beautiful. They're all 10s out of 10. Just because there's another 10 next to you, it doesn't make you a two. You're just now two 10s. And that's something that really got my brain turning because when you're in a room and you see one hot person, it's like, okay, fine. When you see two hot people, it's like, whoa. And then if they're friends or like if they're dating, if there's a couple that they're both hot, it's like, what the fuck? It's like makes them look more powerful, especially with friends. Like when I go out with my friends who are really fucking hot and we're like a little gang, like a little crew running around and we're all like good looking and we all like carry ourselves well, like bitch, it just makes you look more powerful. So I want you to look at other people being attractive as like a boost. It's like, it doesn't cancel you out at all. That's the first thing to accept. But the other thing is like when you're around them, it like boosts you because one hot person alone is fine. One hot person with another hot person when there's two, it makes them both like 10 times hotter. I don't know how to explain it, but it's a compliment. It's not a comparison and it's not discrediting when someone else is hot. It's a literal compliment to your hotness, I swear. So realizing this and understanding it and getting it in your brain is one thing, but something I would have to say to myself a lot, like every time I was out in public and I had this new perspective come to me, I was like, okay. But when I was still out in public, I was having to catch myself and like realize it. And it's like your, your immediate go-to is going to be like, oh, the cancel out mindset. But when you notice yourself start feeling bad and insecure around someone that looks better than you or looks good, observe and realize you're thinking that thought subconsciously and then remind yourself the new thought it doesn't cancel out reassure yourself it doesn't cancel out but the thing that i was saying to myself is your value is not gone that is what i had to keep saying because that's truly what you're worried about is it's not about your looks it's the value that you feel like you had that you're sad you feel just got wiped out but now you understand it doesn't cancel out so remind yourself it doesn't cancel out. And then I would take it one step further and say, my value is not gone. That's it. And it would make me feel so much more calm. And like, and then that would make me look at the person with admiration and like want to support them and be happy for them and like talk to them and engage and whatever it is, instead of be like, ah, oh, fuck them. Or like, ah, and like be bitter about it because they just made me feel like ass. <laughs> All right. The next angle I want to hit this from is your friendships and relationships and your closeness that you feel with other people. If you have the cancel out mindset, like I had, you are going to feel like shit every single time someone you care about cares about someone else. You're gonna look at your friend having other friends as a threat because if you think that they're closer to your friend, you immediately feel like your connection to them just got cut. Like it's not, it's wiped out. Like your connection doesn't mean as much and it's not good. And there actually is no connection. If your friend has another friend that they're closer with, you feel like it just cancels out. And no one is gonna understand why you feel pissed off and why you feel hurt that your friends have other friends. I get it. It's just because of the mindset that you're holding right now. But just know I understand why you feel like that. Like you feeling upset and mad and angry or like heartbroken and a little bit betrayed is totally normal. It's expected for the way that you're looking at it. Like I've been through it. I've been there. But the thing to realize about this is people can care about more than one person at a time. And I kind of experienced the opposite in childhood. It was like everybody seemed like they had to pick a favorite and everybody could only care about one person at a time. But that just leaves you like 
when you're not the one someone is focused on, it leaves you feeling betrayed and alone. It's like, if you're not someone's favorite, you're nothing to them. That's not true and that's not accurate. People can love more than one person at a time. You have love to give that spreads out. Like there's space for connection for more than just one person. And you should have connections with more than one person. That's how human beings are. We're meant to be like a community. We're not meant to just focus in and have all of our needs met and all of our everything reliant on this one person. That's why people get so fucked up by breakups because if your world and everything is wrapped up in one person, when that connection is severed, you feel like you have nothing. You just lost everything, every sense of security and comfort, everything you had is gone. When you have connections all over the board, when one gets cut, you have support from all the others. You need to fucking do that, okay? So quit with the whole cancel out thing. And understand, people can care about you and Sally Mae and Joe Schmo. Everybody can care about everybody. But the other thing that's going to make you feel better with this is no one else is you. I don't care who it is. Other people are not you. So when I see my friends out here getting along with other people, I'm not insecure anymore. I'm not worried because they're not me. I know the needs that I can meet for my friends and the needs that I do meet for my friends. I know other people ain't meeting that shit, so I'm not concerned, I'm not worried. <laughs> you gotta understand, like everyone brings a different energy to someone's life. And the energy that I bring, and you need to recognize the energy that you bring to someone's life is not something that can be replicated. And certain people are for certain things. Like you have certain friends that are fun friends. You have certain friends that are deep emotional connection friends. You have some friends who are bullshit like, superficial hangout, talk shit, gossip friends. Then you have other friends who are just business and you talk like serious things like that, but there's no emotional support there. You gotta understand that these people might be for different things. So if you're one of the friends that's a deep emotional connection friend and you see the friend that you're connected with talking and like having fun and kikiing a little bit more than they would with you with a party friend, you do not need to get insecure about that at all. That's a party friend. That's a fun friend. That's a joke, hee hee, ha ha friend. And you're tighter with them. Your connection is stronger. Even though you feel like in the moment, they like them more. They don't. It's just like a little moment thing. It's like, whatever. If they are being disrespectful, clock them on it. Call them out for it. Basically, look at, is someone doing something to make you not feel cared about? Or are you just canceling out the love that they have for you and not seeing it? Are you making yourself blind to it? Or are they actually making you not feel cared about? That's what you gotta check in on yourself. But the biggest thing to take away from this, just because your friend might have another friend, your connection with them is still solid. It's still there. You're okay, it's not canceled out. And this other person is not you. They're not meant to be an enemy, okay? You guys can care about multiple people at once. Your connection is not at risk like you feel it is. You just gotta flip that mindset. <laughs> All right, now the next two, I'm gonna kinda wrap into one, and it's money and fame. Ooh. I, <laughs> I have so many stories about this. Like watching people try to outspend each other is the funniest shit to me. I get off on it. I love to see people get intimidated and like worry that someone else has more money. So they try and like flex and like show that they have more. Oh, we'll get into it, we'll get into it. <laughs> Basically, other people being rich doesn't make you less rich. If you have like $10 million in your bank account and they have 20, you both still rich, babe. 
You both very much just fine. <laughs> now, I know it does feel like a cancel out in comparison of like, okay, I have 10, they have 20. But like, what's that comparison? Like just to have a million in the bank, just sitting there liquid cash is like, good. Like that's, that's, that's real good. Like, according to most people's measure, it's kind of like your assessment of like what you think is good or not. So if you think 10 million is a lot, you got a lot of money. If you think 20 million is a lot and 10 million is not that much, check your fucking perspective. Okay. Gain some perspective, rat. <laughs> But my point is just because someone looks like they have more money than you, and there's a big reason I said looks like they have more money than you, or it might seem like they have more money than you, doesn't mean you are not also financially okay and you don't have a lot of money. Like you're, you are okay too. And that's the same thing with fame. Just because someone else is famous, it doesn't make you less famous. I've met some people who act like that, and it's the most off-putting thing I've ever experienced. They act like me having followers and me having people care about me undermines them in some way. Girl, one, we have two different audiences. Two, we've both gotten attention from people for different things. It doesn't cancel out. We've both had a period and are in a period where we hold people's attention. It doesn't cancel out at all. Like just because someone is more famous or might have more followers, it doesn't take away your followers. You still got followers too. You know what I mean? Like this is literally how my brain used to think. So like three years ago when all this cracked for me. But like, I really used to think like this, like speaking it out loud is so delusional. But I know a lot of people deal with this. So I wanted to make a whole podcast about it. Okay, now I just want to talk a little shit about people trying to like outspend each other at the club. Ah, I love it. Like if you go to a club, especially a nice club, you can literally watch the sections like try to big dick each other. They try to like one up each other. Like someone orders a bottle of like Don Julio. Then someone orders a bottle of like Clase Azul. And then someone orders a bottle of Ace. And then it's like, oh no. Then everybody's pissed. And then everybody's like trying to one up each other. Well, now they got two bottles of Don Julio. This table did. Oh, this one just got three bottles of Ace. It's like, Everybody's trying to big dick each other and it's so funny and people literally get so wrapped up in this like looking like they have more money. It's like if for you to just go drop 20 grand in a club, 50 grand in a club and you're putting off the image like it's just like, oh, no big deal. Most people think you have to have a lot of money to go just throw that out like that. A lot of people, I've watched them spend their last dime on these bottles trying to look like they have money. So that's the thing. Just cause someone might look like they're just throwing this out. It doesn't mean they got it. And it doesn't mean they have a hundred million dollars in the bank and like 10 grand is nothing to them. They very much might have just spent their last 10 grand they had. And now they gotta go sell some ass for some rent. <laughs> but a situation like this, like girl, if you're at the club and you get a bottle of Don Julio or Clase Azul and then the table next to you gets one or they get two, Girl, you still have a bottle. Drink it. It doesn't cancel out because they bought two and you bought one. Who gives a shit? Like, how many bottles are you actually drinking? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the person that just bought two bottles is having to give this out to random people they don't even know. Because who's going to drink two bottles of liquor standing there in the period of like four hours? Not most people. Something I love to do in this situation when it comes to money like if you see someone that has like a fragile little ego and they feel the need to prove that they have money or like someone just won't shut the fuck up about the price of everything. Like, girl, we get it. 
Like it's so classless, like just shut up. Like sometimes it's warranted, sometimes it's cool, sometimes it's funny. But if every single thing is you just trying to like flex that you like spent this much or that much, enough girl. Like something that I do, and I like to do this a lot, and it makes you look, it's kind of like a manipulation thing. It makes you look like you have so much more money than people realize. Like I used to do this even when I was like broke, is you acknowledge the person and you give them respect. And like you walk up to them and shake their hand. Like I just wanna introduce myself. Like you seem cool as hell and I like the way you live. Like I respect it and I'm proud of you. Like going up and saying that to someone gives off the vibe and the air that like you're seeing what they have and you're recognizing that they worked to get it. And you're like, I'm proud of you, enjoy that shit. It gives the vibe of like, I've been there, I'm here with you. It's not like I'm looking at you, I'm admiring you. It's like, I respect the fucking hustle. That's the vibe that gives off. I'm a manipulative fuck. And now when I do it, it's not fake. <laughs> but that takes you out of competition with trying to flex with people and people trying to like, thinking that they have to like big dick you or they're acting like you're impressed by their money. That's another thing, don't ever act impressed by nobody's money. Every time you go somewhere, act like you've been there before. If someone goes to the club and order five bottles of Clase Azul, okay, do not take your phone out and take no damn picture. Let them order them bottles. Okay, cool, just vibe it out, have fun. Don't reach for a bottle you didn't pay for either. I don't like that. If you didn't pay for a bottle, do not reach your hand on there and get it. I could do a whole rant about like club etiquette, but always act unimpressed because it's gonna give the vibe that like you got the shit too. This is just turned into like a manipulation thing to make people think you have money. <laughs> but that was it, okay? Just show respect to the person and establish that you like get it and you see it and you respect them for what they have and just leave it there because that's gonna put you on the same playing field in their mind, even if it ain't true. All right, the last area I'm gonna hit on with this cancel out mindset where it will really fuck you up bad is with trauma and hardships, like going through hard things and bad things happening to you. If you have the cancel out mindset, when you go through trauma, anytime someone goes through something more traumatizing, you will literally dismiss and discredit your trauma. We all can understand just by me saying that how dangerous and how bad that can be. That's like if you're on the street and someone comes up and cuts you. And then they go and cut your friend, but deeper. Like they slice that bitch and you're both now cut. But if you have this mindset, you are going to ignore the fact that you've been cut because your friend just got cut deeper and it's more serious and your friend needs to go to the hospital. Like you're gonna ignore the fact that you're still bleeding and you're hurt. You're gonna ignore your wound. You're not gonna take care of it. And you're gonna prioritize and kind of like dismiss what you're going through and what you're feeling. Oh, cause it's not as bad as what my friend's going through. Look at them. Organs are hanging out, you know? But you can't just act like you aren't also cut because someone was cut deeper. You can't act like you haven't gone through something traumatic because you've heard about someone else going through something bad. You still have to take care of your wound. You're still cut. You still have to take care of that. And then you have to process the experience emotionally and like mentally. Like you were just randomly just cut on the side of the road. You gotta deal with the new paranoia you're gonna feel and the fear you're gonna feel and everything that's gonna go on in your mind emotionally and mentally. You still gotta caretake that. You can't just throw all that under the rug or let your brain try to cancel it out because your friend had it worse. Like the whole comparison thing, there is no 
place for comparison when it comes to trauma and going through hard things. There's comparison for perspective. That makes sense throughout the process of processing it. But when it happens, don't discount it and don't discredit it. Like if you're in pain, if you've had something happen, it happened, it hurts. Your pain is still very much valid. And something else I wanna say is do not be insecure when it comes to talking about something that you've been through, especially if you're talking to someone that you feel like has had it worse. There's two types of people. And when someone comes to me and is talking about their problems, what they're feeling, what they're going through, I'm the type that is trying to understand how they feel. What we're dealing with is what they're going through and what they're feeling right now because of what just happened. This is very real and it is painful for them. Let's understand it. I'm gonna try and understand what this is like and I'm going to try to relate. When someone's talking to me, I don't want them to be insecure because I've been through worse. Like me being through worse means I fully understand what you're going through. I'm the person who's gonna make you feel seen and understood and I'm the person who's gonna know how to comfort you. That's why so many of you guys like my advice. I know how to talk to the hurt part of you. I know how to talk to your pain and I know how to challenge your mindset in a way that other people can't because I've had to do it to myself. Like I get it and you know that I get it and you get it, we get it. But the thing I'm talking about is like, don't be insecure to talk about what you've been through. Like it's not an insult to me if I've been through worse for you to come talk to me about something. It's not an insult to me at all. It's not an attack, I'm not gonna get mad at you. I'm, I fully get it, like I get it, babe. And I'm gonna be able to comfort you, like I said, and give you the insight and maybe advice if you need it and help you like get back on track or guide you. Like I'm not looking at it like it's a big dick game of like, oh, you you think that's bad? Like look at what I went through. It's like people that are like that, that's the other type of person I was talking about, the dismissive fucks, leave them alone. Do not talk to them and get away from them. If someone is gonna try and use what they've been through as like a comparison of like being worse than you and they use it as a thing to like discredit what you're feeling, that's not a very emotionally developed person and it's not a very aware person and it's not a comforting person. So now you know do not go to them because what you need when you're going through shit is comfort, okay? So go to someone that's gonna treat you how I would of understanding and holding space for what you're feeling and not trying to discredit it and try and like, jolt your perspective about what you've just been through. Like there's a point in the process of processing things. Like when something first happens and you come to me and talk to me about it, I'm not talking about my shit at all. I'm being there for you, I'm validating it for you, and I'm trying to understand it and comfort you. Now, once you've processed the emotional side of it and you're back to a neutral standpoint, you're not spiked emotionally or down emotionally, you are neutral then I will give you things that will flip your perspective around what I've been through and how I handled it at this level and how this will give you perspective about how to handle it at your level and actually make you feel better that the knife went in you an inch, but it went in me 10 inches. Like it's gonna make you feel better about this thing that is bad that happened to you. Like then you can get into the comparison of like, okay, I only got an inch of a wound. Leo got fully fucking shanked all the way through. You know what I mean? Like with a situation like that, it's like it'll make you feel a little better. There's a time and place for that. It's after you've processed the emotions of it. Then you go into perspectives that will make you feel better about it and like seeing the positive. But if you try and do that when you're emotional, that's gonna feel like an attack and it's gonna make everything worse.
And the last thing I have to say about this part is it's the exact same thing when it comes to emotions. Society makes it seem like only one person can be upset or sad at a time. I don't get that. Like, I get it. Because I've been through and I've dealt with people who are like this. But like, girl, just because you're upset and you're crying don't mean I can't cry. I'm upset too. Like, if something happens and we're both upset by it, it's like whoever's displaying the bigger reaction to it is like everybody else shuts up, suppresses their reaction and their feelings to take care of the theatrical one. What the fuck is that? We're all allowed to be upset. <laughs> it's like even in friendships and relationships, like both people are pissed off at each other and everyone's like, oh, like the fact that I'm pissed off at you, like now you need to cater to me. It's like, Nah, we both pissed off and we both got our reasons. Like you can hold space for both of you being pissed off, both of you being sad, both of you feeling betrayed. It's not like, oh, you betrayed me. Well, you betrayed me worse, so yours doesn't count. Like there is no none of that shit. Two people feeling emotions can happen at the same time. One doesn't have to cancel out the other and one doesn't have to suppress theirs to cater to the other. That's not cool. I want you to leave a comment down below about how you feel now after hearing this episode. What just flipped in you? What changed? Does this make you feel less insecure? And did this kind of like flip some things for you? I know it did. I just want to like hear what it did and like the impact that it made. Cause that hearing that stuff helps me a lot. Like it helps me keep going and like be excited to like record all this. And if you really liked the video, leave it a thumbs up. If you're watching it on YouTube, hit subscribe if you're new. And if you're listening to the audio version of this on Apple podcasts and Spotify, leave me a five stars rating five stars for no longer being insecure. <laughs> I will leave the link to all of my social medias in the description down below. I've been doing a lot of Q and A's on my Snapchat just cause it's fun. Like it's easy to just like do little Q and A's. So like every couple days I'll post. So if you want a chance to ask me a question, I'll be giving advice on there. So go add me. I will also put the link in the description for my app and my merch and everything that you need from me, it'll all be there. So go check it out. And that is all I got for this episode. Everybody stay safe. Take care of yourself. I love you. And I will talk to you guys next Sunday.